What would you do if you were aboard a small river steamer in a Chinese river at night? And the plane flew high overhead. How would you let the plane know that you had precious non-fighting cargo aboard? Well, that's the problem that suddenly faces Terry and his friends aboard the Daisy Bell. And in today's transcribed adventure, we'll learn what they do about it. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Tomato Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. I sure hope, boys and girls, that not a single one of you will take any chance on getting your Terry scope. You'll sure be a disappointed kid if you don't get one. Now, what I want to impress on you tonight is just this. There are only three more days before this offer closes. The deadline when the offer of the Terry scope expires is midnight, February 28th. And February 28th, as you well know, is this Saturday, the day after tomorrow. So, kids, for your own sake, do this right away. Immediately after the show, ask your mother to let you run over to the store and get a can of Libby's tomato juice and one of Libby's pineapple juice. To get your cherry scope, you need those two labels and just one dime. Take the labels off the can, and on the back of one, print your full name and address. Then enclose a ten-cent piece and mail to Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. Now, you know how to spell Libby's, L-I-B-B-Y-S. Now, that's all you do. Just send a label from Libby's Pineapple Juice and one from Libby's Tomato Juice with a dime, and this thrilling dairy scope is yours. That is, if yours provided the envelope with your order, is postmarked by midnight, Saturday, February 28th. So, get going, kids. Make sure you're not going to be disappointed. Now, remember, you get two brand new games and three kinds of secret codes, and a funny, tricky picture of Big Stoop, besides the telescope that lets the fellow see up over his head and around corners and behind him. You'll need one label from Libby's tomato juice, and one from Libby's pineapple juice, and a dime. Send labels and coin with your full name and address to Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. We'll shoot the telescope right back at you, and will you have fun? You'll say there never was anything to equal this grand telescope. But remember, the offer's almost over. Get your order in at once to Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. And now, Terry and the Pirates. <laughs> of a plane flying through the blackness of the China night brought Terry and Pat Ryan a new problem. They and their friends had rescued the little river steamboat from the hands of natives. But now, was that an enemy plane? Would it bomb or machine gun the steamer? Now remember, there are 25 Chinese orphans aboard the Daisy Bells, innocent passengers. Pat Ryan sprang to action. He ordered April King to get four large biscuit tins. She brought them down to the boiler room. There, Pat filled each tin with live, glowing coals. And now we'll join him as he climbs hurriedly up on the roof of the pilot house, the highest part of the boat. Okay. And up that first tin of red coals. Here you are, Pat. Careful your hands. I got it. Okay, now the next. Here she comes. Just the fire will see the coals? It'll do in place of electric light, sir. The next tin. Can you pour the cloth with just four tins? Yeah, I'm doing it. Hand me that last one. There it is. 
Now, let's see here. Uh, I look through here and... Hmm. Well, I can... I can see Miss Burma down there on the deck. Hey, and there's Mr. Ryan. He's asleep on the tarpaulin. Yeah, you can see all that without turning around, Captain. Yes, they can't see me. Now, I'll see if I can make out the shore from here. I say now, what's this? What's what, sir? Hold on a minute. Well, unless this periscope is deceiving me, I'd say we're going to have company in very soon. What? Where? How, how do you mean company? Hand me those binoculars, lad. Yes. If I hadn't been using that periscope, we might have had visitors board the Daisy Bell before we knew it. What can you make out with the glasses, Captain? Well, it's some kind of a motorboat, my lad. Aye, it's a launch. And it's putting out from the starboard shore there. From among those willows. Well, maybe I'd better get Pat up here. All right, Pat! Wake up! Bruno, will you tell Pat to come up here? Right. Yes, it looks yes, it looks like four men in uniform. Soldiers? Yep. On the invader side, too. Uh-oh, that's bad. Uh, what's up now? Here, Ryan, take these glasses. Look off that way, about three points to our starboard bow, you see? Now, what do you see? We were looking through the periscope, Pat, and the captain happened to notice that motor. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Four men in uniform. They got guns, too. They're invaders, and they're headed for the trap. Well, we can't run from them. They're a lot faster than we are. What do they want? If I knew the answer to that, I'd know what to do, my lad. But have you ever been stopped for a long year? Oh, yes, I've been stopped. Sometimes they search the boat, sometimes they don't. Well, why don't they sink the Daisy Bell? Ah, uh, they're too smart for that. Too tricky. No, they let me go up and down this river as long as I'm not armed with a cannon or a machine gun. They're saving me and my boat for other things. Well, I wouldn't mind so much if it weren't for the women and those orphan children. Invader isn't the type of plays the game according to the rules. Yes, we know that by this time. Well, Pat, there's only four of them. But they got a machine gun mounted on that launch carry. And they must have hand grenades. So even if we didn't repel them, they could go back for help. They might even send the plane over to strengthen us. No, Terry. If we get rid of those men, it won't be with guns. Oh, doggone. This whole business kind of makes me sick. We tried to save the children. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Six, did you say? No one. Now, wait. Maybe I'm crazy, but I got the wildest idea you ever heard of. Well, sure, Pat. We haven't much time before that launch comes up alongside. Yeah, let me get a few things straight first. Captain, you're sure these are invaders? No mistake in them. And we're going downstream to the Chinese town of Irrawaddy, right? Aye, that's the plan up to now. Okay, now listen. We have to work fast. What is the one thing that would let this boat go on downstream to that Chinese town without interference? What are you jibbering about? The invaders wouldn't stop a cholera boat, would they? Cholera? Good heavens, there's no cholera on board this cloud. I know, but if there were, if there were, then nobody would touch us with a ten-foot pool. Nobody wants to play, especially the invaders. They're in strange country, and cholera is the last thing. Sure, sure, the last thing they want to bother with. Well, then, we'll make this a cholera boat. Well, how do we do that? We can fake it. It'll make up on the face. We offer no resistance. The captain invites the men in that launch aboard. What do you say, Jen? It's the wildest idea I ever heard of, Ryan. Yeah, but it might work. Yes, yes, sure it may. Especially if the cholera victims were going downstream to a Chinese town. The invaders would like that idea. All right, come on. We'll tell the ladies and the others. Then we'll daub our faces with ashes. Anything to give us a muddy, sickly appearance. Okay, let's go. Oh, yeah, Captain, one thing more. We've got to have a good story, and you'll have to tell it. Leave it to me, my friend. I'll say we took you aboard at Lachia. See? I'll say that you men were took sick with cholera, and so were most of the orphan children. I'll ask for help, <laughs> but it won't get me. That sounds good enough, sir. We'd better hide Connie and take Keaton, Captain Blaze. They're sure to get the sick away. Oh, yeah, we'll hide April, too, for the same reason. What about Bert? It makes you think of good, you see? She'd better not have this phony cholera. She can pretend to be the nurse, and I'll have good health, too. But even that ought 
look at food. Now, get along and get work and fire. Oh, go ahead, Terry. And good luck, my lad. I'm thinking you'll need it when those monkeys in that motorboat come aboard the Daisy Bell. Yes, it's a daring chance our friends are taking, pretending that there is the dreaded cholera aboard the Daisy Bell. If the trick works and the invaders are frightened off, Terry and the others may get through safely. I'll tell you more about tomorrow's adventure in just a moment. Now, don't forget, kids, that deadline is Saturday at midnight. Yes, unless your order for a Terry scope is postmarked before midnight, Saturday, February 28th, you're going to miss out on one of the grandest offers ever made. The offer of a real, honest-to-goodness Terry scope, just like the one that's been such a lifesaver in the show. A Terry scope that will do everything that one does and more besides. Because yours has secret codes and exciting games and other special features. Now, to get it, you'll need two Libby's labels and a dime. The labels are from Libby's Tomato Juice and Libby's Pineapple Juice, one from each. Print your full name and address, mail the labels with a 10-cent piece to Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. Now, don't take any chances, kids. Get your order in tonight if possible. Now, you know you want that Terry soap, and it just takes two Libby's labels and 10 cents to get it. The address is Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. Now, get going. Well, this pretending there is cholera aboard the Daisy Bell is play-acting with a vengeance. And it's a strange sort of a showboat, isn't it? Well, we'll meet the invaders in tomorrow's transcribed adventure. And we'll see how good Pat and Terry and the others are at acting their roles as sick people. <laughs> 